Welcome to the War from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, uh, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. In military service, Glenn Miller used his uh, wonderful musical talents, particularly with the Army Air Force Band. Miller also recorded some material in German talking about the war effort to be used as counter-propaganda against the Nazis. At home, people could hear Glenn Miller on the radio through CBS's I Sustain the Wings uh, broadcast. Of uh, Miller's efforts, General Ju uh, Jimmy Doolittle said uh, of the organization, uh, next to Letters from Home, that organization was the greatest morale builder in the Eastern European Theater of Operations. So we're going to take a listen to an episode of I Sustain the Wings. Uh, the original air date on this episode is September 11th of 1943.
sing Carpo Tony Martin's last go-round on our program. We asked Tony what he'd like to sing to you folks before you leave for... When they begin the beginning, it brings back a sound of music so tender. It brings back a night of tropical splendor. It brings back a memory of a dream. I'm with you once the shore and orchestra's play, and even the palms seem to be swaying, when they begin to begin, live it again. Disperse the joy we had tasted And now when I hear people curse The chance that was wasted I know but too well what they mean So don't let them begin the beginning Let the love that was once upon Let it sleep like the dead desire I only remember When they begin the beginning Oh yes, let them begin the beginning Make them play Till the stars are there before Return above Tune for all you lads that deposit your nickels in the jukeboxes for safekeeping. A string of pearls.
It's our new national anthem. The smashing, dashing song of horsepower. Thousands of horsepower crammed into a few cubic feet of space. Crammed into the precision smooth walls of modern aircraft engine. The aircraft engine's a piece of mechanical magic. It's a symbol of speed and power in American manufacturing ingenuity. American know-how. The know-how that is the heritage of Johnny. Johnny, the kid next door. You remember Johnny. Well, you ought to. He's the kid that almost broke your eardrums with his loud yells as he played war games with the other boys in the neighborhood. But war isn't a game with Johnny anymore. It's a serious business. He's a soldier. He's a lot of soldiers. He's a legion of young Americans being trained by the Army Air Force's training command to fly our planes and keep them flying. Today, Johnny's a soldier student at the Army Air Force's technical school. This school is maintained by the training command in cooperation with Wright Aeronautical Corporation. They're the makers of the famed cyclone and whirlwind engines. Let's go downstairs and talk to him. He's in a basement classroom working on a section. Say, that looks like a job for a welder. A welder? Yeah, the way that housing's broken away. If it isn't broken, it's deliberately cut that Now, way. wait a minute. Nobody's going around cutting up expensive airplane engines just for fun. Well, it isn't for fun. It's to show us just how the internal supercharger works. A practical demonstration like this is a lot easier and faster than trying to get the stuff out of books. Well, I know what you mean. Our instructors have cutaway models of practically every individual section of the right cyclone engine. That way, it doesn't take us long to learn enough to become specialists. Well, it sounds like a thorough way of teaching. It is that. And we get the same thing in six phases. Each phase covering a different section of the engine. Yeah? What's the next phase, Johnny? Well, that all depends. Um, maybe we'll go into crankshaft. Well, I can explain it better in the test cells. Come on. Hey, Johnny, I just noticed something. Do those gold bars on your coveralls mean anything? Why, sure, I'm a lieutenant. A lieutenant? I thought this school was for enlisted men. Well, most of the students are EMs, but we engineering officers have to know our engines, too, so they've been sending us here. How do you like that? I'm a smart guy. Here I've been calling you Johnny. Yeah, I, I wondered been... where you got the Johnny. My name's really C.E. Alicina. Well, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions, sir? Uh, skip the sir and call me Johnny. I like it better. Thank you, sir. Uh, I mean Johnny. Do uh, you live around here? No, my home's in Portland, Oregon. That's where my wife and family are. Family? Yeah, I've got two kids. A boy five and a girl three. Um, here are their pictures. You don't usually carry... It's happened to have them with you today. <laughs> yeah. Say, they're plenty cute at that. Yeah, I think so. It looks like Selective Service jumped the gun in your case, didn't it? Oh, I wasn't inducted. I was in the Air Force in 1934, stationed at Nichols Field in Manila. You must have had a lovely time on December 8th. Well, I wasn't there then. They sent me home in 1935 and transferred me to the Air Corps Reserve because of a tropical fever. Oh, but you stuck with aviation, huh? You bet. I helped organize the Oregon National Guard Air Corps. My civilian job was to take care of the planes we used. Well, you're certainly a natural for Johnny Technician. You were called up from the reserves when the war broke out, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. I spent eight months with the 123rd Observation Squadron. Anti-submarine patrol on the Pacific coast. That's nice going. When did you get your commission, Johnny? Oh, about six months ago. I graduated from Officer's Candidate School in Miami Beach, Florida. Then I was assigned as engineering officer to the 34th Bombardment Group at Blythe, California. And from there, I came here to learn more about what makes the cyclone engine tick. Mm-hmm. Hey, that one's certainly ticking. Well, it ought to be. Those men have been working on it and checking it all day. Oh, so these are the test cells, huh? Yeah, that's right. Notice those engines mounted on concrete? Yeah. They're the same engines used in various types of planes. The uh, B-17, for instance. Uh Uh-huh. Here's where we put into practice all the things we've learned during our course of instruction. In other words, you get practical experience. That's right. It's just like working on a plane, except the controls are in this glass-enclosed booth instead of the cockpit. This way, we learn how to operate the engine controls, adjust them, 
start the engine and all that. I see. Uh, is this particular engine working? Well, it is, unless one of the instructors has crossed us up. They often do that by removing a spark plug, loosening a nut, cutting the gas supply, or any of a number of things. Then we have to trace the trouble and fix it. Here, I'll try it. This is the starter button. Uh-huh. Oh, this engine's running okay. Yes, that engine's running okay. And all those engines will be okay as long as Johnny's on the job. You've just seen Johnny at work. Johnny, the kid next door. Today, Johnny was represented by Lieutenant C.E. Alessino, who gave his permission for Private Damien O'Flynn to speak for him. American engineering skill has given our pilots the finest aircraft engines in the world. And that same skill, as demonstrated by Johnny Specialist, will keep them the finest. When the pilot climbs into the cockpit of his plane, he knows he'll be flying with more than a wing and a prayer. He knows that because of Johnny, his engines will keep working under any plenty of horsepower to deliver firepower to the Axis. Honey, the kid next door, is going to make sure those engines are operating. Because Johnny knows they'll furnish the horsepower to speed us along the road to victory. Deadly time, a serenade for the mothers, wives, and sweethearts of the enlisted men at Wright Air Nautical Factory School. Here's something old, something new, something barred, and something blue. The old song, Long, Long Ago. sing Did you 
take my heart You didn't want it for your own And if you hadn't cared To make amends I might have never dared We'd be just So calm your fears and dry your tears Come kiss the boy you adore Now you can smile tonight And cry no Something Borrowed, the band plays Captain Glenn Miller's beautiful theme. I think you'll remember Moonlight Serenade.
something blue. The band plays Blues in My Heart. Modern combat planes need tough, skillful, aggressive pilots, bombardiers, and navigators. Young Americans, right here is where you come in. Right now, there's a chance waiting for you to join those thousands of other young men in the Army Air Forces who are sweeping the skies clean of America's enemies. Even while you're still 17, you may volunteer for aviation cadet training on a reserve basis. Just ask for full details at your nearest post office, aviation cadet board, or Army recruiting office. Join hands with those heroes of the sky who wear the silver propeller and wings of the Army Air Forces by enrolling in the Army Air Corps Enlisted Reserve. And do it today, this very afternoon, while you're thinking about it. And now, back to the music. Thank you, Lieutenant. Here's the top tune of the week as chosen by the guys and gals at Wright Aeronautical. The band and glee club get together, we hope, on In My Arms.
Sustain the Wings has presented the band from the Army Air Force's Technical School at Yale University. Captain Glenn Miller, Corporal Broderick Crawford, Corporal Tony Martin, Corporal Ray McKinley, and Johnny, the kid next door. This program is the last in a series over the Columbia Network. The Army Air Forces wishes to take this opportunity to thank all their friends at CBS for their splendid and unqualified cooperation. Beginning next week... I Sustain the Wings will be heard over another network. For the exact time and stations, please consult your local newspaper. See you then. This program has been written and produced entirely by soldiers of the Army Air Forces and came to you from New York City. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Welcome back. Tragically, Glenn Miller would not return home, disappearing on a plane that flew from the UK to Paris, but never reached its de uh, destination. And no trace was ever found of the crew, the passengers, or the plane. But still, the powerful music of Glenn Miller still remains. That will do it for today. If you uh, have a comment, email me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. I welcome your story or that of loved ones who served during World War II. Ken Curlin provides our opening theme music, KenCurlin.com. I am your host, Adam Graham. This uh, series is provided as a service of the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, GreatDetectives.net.